I'm Margaret Cho. You're listening to Monsters of Talk. I'm here with my co-host. Hello, I am Jim Short. So we're going to say goodbye to someone, Jim, and we're going to say hello to another person. We're going to say goodbye. We're going to say goodbye. I'm saying goodbye. We're saying goodbye to Andrew. Saying farewell. Just not even goodbye. Not, not goodbye, farewell. Till just for a, till a little later. bit. So we'll see you maybe later tonight or see you tomorrow, mm-hmm. hopefully. For sure. Um, but thanks, because I just wanted to sit, sort of have like a, the sort of crossing of the, you know, the handing down, the um, giving over of the crown to the new queen. To the new queen. <laughs> to Brent Starr. You go, baby. <laughs> it's like a relay, like they're handing over the baton. Uh-huh. Yeah, you I'm run with it now, go. Any, thanks I'm for saying. Queen. We just love hanging out with you, so we just wanted to stay all afternoon. We just wanted to be with you. Thanks for the chocolate. We didn't even see it really. Yes. Well, thank you. Thank you. See you Sunday. Let me jump down here. Bye, Andrew. What's going on Sunday? I'm doing a show. Bye, bye. Oh. Bye, Andrew. See you um, um, Sunday. But our 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 other child, Mr. Brent Starr, mm. Jim, Jim, we just love Brent so much. You know that we do. Yay! We love you, our <laughs> I, baby. Of course, I love y'all too. We missed you. How have you been? I've been great. I've been missing y'all. I feel like you guys have been gone for at least two hours. Mm. we've been gone for a long time we've been like working and just kind of everywhere all over the place like two months it's been Mm -hmm. but now we're here just briefly that's a long time but we needed to see you because we talk about you and we talk about I can't even do it Mm mm-hmm so good because we captured it on uh, our our, well we had a great interview with you people Mm -hmm. loved it but we had a little video of you teaching Margaret how to do that and it was big (laughs) Oh, a lot of my friends tell me they love that video. Yeah, it's really good video. It's really great because it really is like, you know, I just lip synced it. I think next time we do it, we should be in nude. Mm. 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 Okay. <laughs> That's fine. But we'll, we'll shoot it very tastefully. Yes, tastefully. Mm-hmm. Put sprinkles of Let's salt do on it. us. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ow, girl. Would you ever do nudity in a row? Uh, depending on how much they were paying and who's the guy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> I do it all the time. Yeah, I don't care. Chris Pine, I would do it for free. Oh. Is he fine? I don't know oh, who that is. I'm in love with Chris. You know the, uh, the new Captain Kirk of Star Trek? Oh, movies? yeah. Oh, yeah. Lips. He got pine cone lips. Oh, he got pine cone. Like, you mean all flaky? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, they're just so big. I just, oh. He's, um, oh, he he's the Captain Kirk. Yes. Because I know I'm friends with the, um, Spock. Zachary. Oh, he's a sweetheart. Ran into him in New York. Yeah, yeah. We, we ran into him in New York. He's a sweetie. I used I I really enjoyed him in the TV show Heroes. He played the bad guy. Yeah, he's a sweetie. He was very. He's really he's really talented. And then the um Sulu John Cho. That's my son. Because he's John Cho. He's really that's my son. The show son. Uh, yeah, you know how you know sometimes you can have a son. Uh huh. I know that I'm young, uh-huh. but I have a son almost exactly my age. <laughs> Because he looks like he's about 25. He's my son. He's my my sweetie. No, he's really, he loves um, my comedy. And he's like, the only reason I do this is because of her. And, you know, he's very, like, always sad. Like, 
you know, I just when I saw you, like I realized that I could do this and I could be an actor. And oh, really? Yeah, it's 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 so beautiful. So um, did he do those um, movie about Harold and Kumar? Yeah, he did I all those movies. And um, he's done a ton of stuff as an actor. He's really, really, really great. Yeah. And um, he started a group at his college um, that was about about my TV show, like an Asian American like um, entertainment oh, wow. like sort of idea like group like they could talk about my TV show and talk about like being Asian American and being in entertainment and like we can do this we can break through like all the parental judgment and stuff so he's done a lot of things like he married a Japanese American woman which was like a big deal because Korea and Japan have like a whole like there's like a whole history of animosity so um, animosity you know like anger and like wars and like rage and hatred towards each other so it's intense that you know he has a baby now and it's really nice like we can heal old wounds of wars through um just loving each other and uh, he's really i'm really proud of him i think that's wonderful and you should be chosen to do that because i don't really think there's been a successful lead asian uh, comedian no not not for not for women and not the like the lead i mean it's not only on TV, I don't seen even it very think much. It's just on stage, on no, stand up, I don't I think there's anybody else. I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's a so few. That mean you're a unicorn. Girl. That's your animal so name. Are you're you. a unicorn. I'm a unicorn. <laughs> what are you? You like, we were trying to figure out what you were saying. Was it your walk around? That's my walk around. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're, you're the, the, my walk around. Your glitter belt and the red and the vest. When the he red. is glitter down. You are glitter down. Glitter down. Oh, we have to I call April. Tell- <laughs> Remember, because she was orange down. Yes, <laughs> but you're glitter down. Which one was April? Orange April down. is a beautiful blonde who came over. I don't know if you met her, but um, Brent wasn't here that day. But no, we you were here. She's, we talked about it with her because we were just so. We were trying to explain. Down. Yeah, we were trying to explain <laughs> because um, we were crying about glitter down and how uh, I thought it was glittered out. Right. For so long, and then her dog has like a little bit of an orange, um, like fur. Like blonde, orange, redhead. So I, I always said that she's oranged out, <laughs> but I should have said orange down. Orange down. down. It she's worked for us. Orange down. Orange down. Orange down. But I thought it was out. Uh, I thought it was down. I didn't think it was out. I don't know why I thought it was down. 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 It is down. It got down. Oh no, I thought it was out. You thought it was out because if, if you hear it and you, know, especially if you're not aware, then I would say down. I can see it sounding like out. Little down. And when am I going to yes. be aware that it's glitter? Da! You know, I just wouldn't know like ahead of time. Like I wouldn't. I mean, not to say that it's like weird or anything, but I just wouldn't know ahead of time. No, no, because that's that's one of that's definitely one of those gay culture type words. And it originally comes from you are glitter down, where you can actually hear the pronunciation. Mm-hmm. But when you get so caught up in the moment, it just comes out glitter down. <laughs> yeah. Like you have to say it so fat. Like it's like there's so much. It, it, it's like there's so much intensity. You have to just like right. say it. Right. Exactly. Well, we're so grateful to have you back on the show because our fans love you, and and Jim and I are crazy about you. Oh, uh, please tell the fans I absolutely love you too. Y'all always inspire me. Y'all make me go. Yeah, I met Margaret Cho. Mar- I met uh. Margaret Cho. You, your picture of me, the first one when you first came in town in that um, animal costume, it got uh-huh. so many likes. Of course, you know. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And then the video, as well as the podcast I put on there, everybody just loves it. Yeah, they loves it. Yeah. Well, they love you, and we love you. And how have you been doing? Oh, I've just. 
I've been so busy since the last time I saw I you. I know you've been like so crazy busy. So busy. I still haven't been on Drop Dead Diva yet, but well, we're working on that. But you've been so busy, it's like we can't even like you know we'll just get a moment in your schedule. Like I I, I just love that you're working all the time. I mean, it's like you're so talented. We just want to see you all the time. I wish I can. I, wouldn't it be nice if we had a reality show? Mm-hmm. Then we have. Then I mean, we have to have someone else to carry the camera. Someday. Yeah. I'll do it. Well, I'll maybe when. Well, we we, no, we when we bring Paul. All through, us through. Oh, I know. Oh, he has yeah, to be yeah. on the camera too. Um, when maybe when Paul Foot comes, we can bring him to Atlanta, and then we can we can introduce him because that would be I good. Think that would be great. Because we have a we have a lovely friend who would love who would who would love to meet you, and he would be really good with you. He's a really cool English comic, so it would be good oh. pairing. I would love that. And plus, you know, I love the English accents. Yeah, aren't they sweet? Oh, you'd love Paul Foot. Yeah, you'd love Paul He's very, very striking. But do you think that Jim has an English accent? It's more, to me, it sounds very Australian. I think, especially since I'm aware of it, it is Australian, but it it reminds me of an English accent. It's classy. This one guy I was talking to had an English accent. It just felt like at any given moment, he was going to break out into Chim Chimney. And I would have danced right along this with him. This motherfucker. Hey, yeah, you'd have about to sweep right? and shit. <laughs> she said. Get that broom by, boy. Miss <laughs> Dick Van Dyke here. Yes. Miss <laughs> Big Dick Van Dyke. See, back in the day, you can, you can brag about having your first name Dick. You know what I'm saying? And then Van. Okay. Uh, and then Dyke. And then Dyke. Dyke. Uh-huh. Dick Van Dyke. And then, like, had all his, like, blackened cheeks and, like, really. Because he was a (laughs) chimney sweeper. Chimney sweep. And then he just jumped out of his car. What happened? What? His car caught on fire. And so he had to stop, drop, and roll out of his Jaguar. Yes, that Because he had those fire fire safety commercials in the 70s, right? Where Mm -hmm. it was just, if, if there's a fire, stop, stop. Drop and roll out because you have to get down lower than the flames <laughs> and crazy? the smoke. But he had to stop, drop and roll out this of his car recently? on yeah a couple of days ago in Los Angeles. <laughs> oh no! His car caught on fire. Yeah. So what happened to the Jaguar? I think it went up in smoke. Damn! I think it is. It is. It is toasted. Toasted out. It's, it's burned out. Oh. Out. Okay, burned out. Um, how was your party? Oh, yes. I just come from doing a Spider-Man party. Mm-hmm. It was fabulous. And, you know, I told you the, diff- the comparison I see with kids and adults. I mm-hmm. still see that. But um, I like doing Spider-Man because I'm a super huge, extreme fan of all the hero movies. Yeah. So to get to, so in my mind, it's it's about getting paid to do Spider Man. No, you should. Even if it's fifty cents, I'm getting paid to be Spider Man. You should. I mean, it's great. I think it's great. I mean, it's like you know, we all do work for different reasons. We all do different stuff, and we just try to like put together things that are different and good for us and pleasurable yes. for us, as well as something to make money. So I think that's cool. You said, I couldn't believe what I heard earlier. You said you did Miss Kitty before? Yeah, I was Hello Kitty. Um, oh, Hello Kitty. I was Hello Kitty. Kitty. I was a, um, I was Raggedy Ann. I was um, a ballerina. A ballerina? Uh, I was a uh, jester. Um, I worked for FAO Schwartz, which was a big, big toy store, corporate toy store. Real fancy toy mm-hmm. store. Right? Yes. Really fancy. I went there when I went to New York and all those candies. Mm. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's the best place to go when you have the munchies. It's well, it's a crazy <laughs> like it's a very rich kid like um, it's like big like the movie Big. It's like crazy right, toys. Right. Yeah. You or know? um, 
um, what's the one with Richard Pryor? Which the, I, toy. the Toy. The Toy. I the love toy. Yeah. that movie. It's very The Toy. So it's like a huge place to like work and like be a kid in, but it's a, it's a drag to like actually be an employee because it's like people act like assholes. Oh, you have to be in drag to be an employee? <laughs> well, you have to be um, dressed up as Hello Kitty. Hello Kitty is the worst because it's really heavy on your shoulders. Yeah. And you have to have guides. You can't like walk, you can't see outside of the costume. So you have to have people like guide you and that's really weird. Yes, I know um, about I Yeah, I know about that. It's very difficult. I think that the costume is the most um it, it can crush vertebrae in your spine like you can't have it on for more than 20 minutes at a time. Ooh. It'd be really Oh. You it's bad. I think that's why I have back problems because I was so many of these characters. How long did you do it for? For like 5 years. This was before of course before I did comedy, I mean, well, no, I was simultaneously doing comedy, but it was like uh -huh. part of my, that was one of the jobs that I had. And so I was Raggedy Ann, which is really, Raggedy Ann got the most um, sexual propositions. <laughs> Raggedy Ann got, I mean, I made it because I was probably like, you know, I was 18 and, a, you know, I was That's cute. why she Raggedy. She raggedy. Oh, which is ratchet. Super, but, you know, super ratchet, yeah. super cute, like young, like kind of chubby Asian girl so we got so much dick all the time like guys would just come over and like can we just can we just you want to have you a dinner have you eaten are you hungry like they would like really like always want to hang out but they want to take you out in that outfit yeah they yeah, wanted to see me outfit. in the outfit and I had like like freckles and like the yarn wig and oh they got extra hot off of that they got really into it yeah but I mean I, I was really cute too so it was like partial I'm you youthful and they're into this weird fetishy type. Yeah. The little raggedy outfit. And the raggedy Ann. Raggedy Ann. Yes. like that. Some people got a little raggedy horny. <laughs> they want to know how you got so raggedy. They want to raggedy it up. They want to know how they how I got so raggedy. Uh-huh. But then that that was like the most like if I would dress sexy as a younger person, I would not get as much attention as if when I dressed up as Raggedy Ann. That at, at work I would get the most Okay. Like people like you are making me want to see you dressed as Raggedy Ann now. Well, I mean, like think about the outfits, like bloomers, and it's like kind of a, an apron, and it's patchwork, and it's just <laughs> kind of I don't know. There shouldn't be any. Should somebody shouldn't be going into a toy store though and getting a sexy message. I don't think somebody of it as being sexy. Somebody shouldn't be feeling that, but that's what. But that's just how pervy most of those blokes are. Well, it's like getting a hard on for news you review. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like well, it's like it, it, it's really sh sort of strawberry shortcake. Like, yeah. Well, the kids wanted a toy, and then the daddy wanted a toy. That's all. Yeah. yeah. They want you as a toy. It's like a weird time sort of thing where I think what it is for young dads is they're trying to prove they're not um, being dads. Like, like, we're not going to give up our sexuality just because we had kids. Yeah. And it's like that oh, impasse okay. of like being a young father and being like, yeah, but I still, I'm still dangerous. Yeah. Like, I still, I got that sting. Whatever that is. I still want to bang that Raggedy Ann doll over there. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to find somebody, but I'm losing, I'm losing it. At the same time, <laughs> all these young women probably grew up going, my fucking dad was such an asshole. We went to FAO Schwartz and he, he left me alone because he wanted to fuck Raggedy Ann. <laughs> and they just hate Raggedy Ann to this they day. Hate they, hate, they hate Wendy's off the Wendy's boat. Oh, no. She's got that red hair, too. That red hair. Just any red hair. <laughs> Poor Wendy. They hate that fuck The band Blind Melon. <laughs> I, I did stuff they recently in, in a red Anything Raggedy Ann so wig. You were? At the skull, yeah. 
What were you? What were you doing in a raggedy? You should, you should do that. You should do that. The red wig and that, and be raggedy ass. Ooh. I was just. Oh my god! I was just thinking That's that. Brilliant. That'll be the black version. Raggedy ass. <laughs> not even, don't even pronounce the ass. Just say raggedy ass. <laughs> no, really. I went on stage in a red. wig. I just felt like it. Ben called me. He was like, Brent, we got a we got an open spot. It's gonna be packed. Um, you coming tonight? Because I always just randomly go. Uh-huh. And I was just went in my costume and clothes, and I was like, "What? Up? I just want to wear something just to mess with the crowd." And I walked, came out this raggedy and uh, with the ponytails, and then just a regular outfit. I like a peppermint doll or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? If, oh, oh, that was that, that was, was unexpected. I never know when it's coming. You don't know. No. You know, it's like an earthquake. Right. You could kind of tell. Well, animals know, <laughs> like a fraction yeah. of a second before. My 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 dog just Animal ran dog. around and started barking because. Was coming. It was coming. He because he knew. Right. But we can't know. But if do you, a bird, do you, bird fly over and shit, you know somebody get ready. I'm getting ready to pop. Ah, she gonna pop. Okay, they're like, damn, here go Brent. But like, I mean, it's like, what have you been like doing? And like tonight, can you be in our show tonight? Just briefly. Of, of course. You know, I'm always on you, stage. We're gonna. I'm gonna call you on stage. Do you have a new, uh, Any, a new oh, addition yes, to it though? A new, a new, to my a new, comedy show. Mm-hmm. New, a new. Oh. Oh. Sorry. Did I pull it out? Oh. <laughs> That's what out? I usually say. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, did it come out? Is no, it I don't know. I think it's fine. You Can heard Jim expressing his manhood. He said that's what he usually say. Did I pull it out? <laughs> you better express that manhood, Jim. Mm-hmm. Manhood. Jim, have you ever been with a boy? I mean, a man? I have not, sir. Oh, that's... Oh, for real? Yeah, for real. I feel bad But not for, for lack of you trying. So many men like fall in love with Jim. They're so in love with Jim. Jim gets so many offers. But, it, like, but I'm not that guy that gets annoyed about it. I'm like, oh, it's all right. Why would it's anybody okay. get annoyed? No, but you know, some, some dudes do. Some dudes yeah. do because they don't know how to go, oh, all right. Yeah, but, you know, but I mean, you know, it's just not. But the most beautiful guys too, like so many guys are like in love with Jim and they're just like, we love you. And we just I'm want you to you, know. It's that accent. You made me want to be an alligator so you can wrestle me. Mm-hmm. Well, also, he's a handsome. Yes, you and are handsome. classy. I, when I first saw him today, he looked different than the last time we did this podcast. My hair's a bit longer, I think. Yeah. He's very handsome all the time, but he's very classy. Also, that's also the thing about him. He's just so like, he just makes you feel good. He just makes you feel, feel classy. Classy? You have a cigar jacket? Yeah, um, classy. I should get one. I should get one. <laughs> you know, you just—I just don't feel like such a whore nice when I'm talking to him because he's so classy. <laughs> I don't feel so disgusting as I normally feel. I'm like, oh, he's talking to me. I must be all right. Um, <laughs> Margaret, are you his Raggedy Ann doll? <laughs> no, I'm not. Well, Raggedy Ann is like—it's such a long time ago, and I was so raggedy for a long time. Do you have any pictures of that of you as Raggedy? I don't Ann? know. I hope so. You're Maybe I do. I'll go to find some. I've got—I've got to have some because I was for years. So there's got to be something. Have you ever talked about it on stage? Not really, because it was just a job. It was like one of those things, like just like the thing that I did. So it was a, like weird thing. Like I never even thought about it much. But that was kind of. Did you know me when I was doing Raggedy Ann? No, that was like no, the, no. The uh, right after that, I met you. I think I met you. Close. Well, I, we've talked about it. But I met you in '91. Yeah. It must have been July of '91. But I knew you because I think the I think the MTV had been on. Mm-hmm. That was a big thing. The MTV uh, the comedies? comedy half, half hour. hour comedy hour. Yeah, where they had all the the, the San Francisco episodes, mm-hmm. the Great American Music Hall, and I think that's when I first saw Proops. 
mm-hmm. and you and a bunch of people. That's so exciting. Oh. And so I knew who you were, and I think I met you at the punch. I think I already knew who you were from television. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was your big deal, right? That was your big. I think so. That was a really big deal. And then um, when you, Tisha, you, you weren't working at the doing Raggedy Ann. At the, did you finally get I, to quit? Raggedy I may Ann? have quit at that point. Good deal. I think I quit at that point. Um, but Tisha Shannon had seen that episode, and then he decided that he was going to marry me. <laughs> I think everyone did. <laughs> everybody just decided they were going to marry me. They were so in love with me from watching um, Half Hour Comedy Hour. So um, um, he became my fiance briefly. Um, he came out to LA and then I met Jim, but then I think I had quit right at that point. I had quit, um, working at FAO Schwartz. So it was a very, very like, you didn't need it anymore. Well, but barely, you know, it was like comedy was never really for sure at that point. Like I was just trying to do whatever I could. That was it though. That was the big exploding moment that when, if you can, like when people have that moment in their career where it really was that it? Was that your Maybe. national moment? I think that was, well, that was certainly my national moment. Like, that was certainly something that helped me get ahead. Because I think, like, when you did television at that point, it set you apart from other mm-hmm. comics. Because comedy was pretty big, and it was happening everywhere. But if you got TV credits, like, it gave you a little bit of an edge so that you could, like, work yeah. different places. It's and still stuff. the same today, but especially back in the day like today it has to be a certain show mm-hmm. because there are so many channels and everybody is so spread out because you know when I was growing up everybody watched the same show and everybody was talking about it at work or at school mm-hmm. now just too many different shows so yeah, yeah you came at the right time well it was good it was the right time what did you what did you what did you watch did you watch stuff like then the comedy shows I watched half hour comedy hour um I watched some. I watched a lot of uh, Deaf Comedy Jam. Oh yeah, that was really good. Yeah, I watched a lot of Deaf Comedy Jam. Comic View. Um, some Comic View and um, some of the um, Comedy Channel stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. the half hour shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, like short attention span theater or like those kinds of things. That was like yeah, I remember that was those. Kind of, that was like a John Stewart thing. That was like when I remember him the earliest. Um, now, which one was that man and that dog looking at movies and, and criticizing them? The dog? Was that a dog or a robot? MST 3000. Is that what it was? I think so. Mystery Th- Where they'd be in yeah. silhouette in the front and yes. they'd, they'd play really bad horror Those movies. Those are really funny. Science fiction movies. Those are really yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And who knows? He knew that they would um, be the beginning of commentary for the DVDs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah. That was the forerunner of all that Margaret, stuff. Margaret, you and I should do a commentary on a porn. Just oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We should... Yeah. Well, we should have our own channel where we do commentary and things every day, like Oprah, like anything on Oprah's new channel, <laughs> or like whatever. Um, uh, what is it, Kelly Ripa and Mike Kelly and Michael? Yeah, whatever. Kelly Michael. We should be like a really porny Kelly and Michael. <laughs> you know, and you just talk specifically about like assholes. Like the the and, nighttime version of yeah. Kelly and Michael. That would be great. Like yeah. really, really late night, like right before theirs. <laughs> Like, now is when day turn into night. That would be a fabulous show. <laughs> that would be uh, so fierce, and we did, like, porns, and, like... <laughs> that's what you could call it, is... Did you say open the butler? Open the butler? No, but open the, open the butthole. <laughs> but Oprah, anything anything sort of like that, would well, that be fierce? That would be we the porn version, right? The butler? The butler. Is it good? Mm. Um, the movie was good. I like the help better, but Oprah 
Oprah can easily become the next Betty Davis. And I know it's Ooh. so many it's so many wonderful actresses, of course, between Betty Davis and now, but I picked Betty Davis because Oprah is so theatrical with her delivery. Mm-hmm. So, so grand and so diva. She could easily be the next one. Well, you know, oh. <laughs> I love it too because the tongue comes out. And it's so hard. What, his tongue? It's just. The way you do that, yeah. But Oprah, she's had some trouble lately because she couldn't. Um, she, try, she tried to spend that money in Switzerland and they weren't having it. Uh-uh. They wouldn't, she wanted to buy that, that handbag in Switzerland. Oh, for thirty-eight thousand dollars, and they I went. I heard about that. They went. Mm, you can't afford this. That she got Swiss dist. And they say uh-huh, Swiss, Swiss dist. It's they amazing. Say she didn't know who she was. Yeah, I. They knew who. How do you not know who Oprah is? I don't give a fucking ha- who you are. If you got fucking, mu- if you got the cash, if you got that credit card, you can buy this shit. Yeah, okay. they just wanted crazy. to be uncool to her. Damn. They wouldn't let me buy anything either. All I had was food stamp card. Oh, wait, what did you have? <laughs> a food stamp card called EBT. Cool. Hey, y'all all I had was a... <laughs> what about all a had... plus card? <laughs> all I had was a food stamp card. Okay. <laughs> what was you trying to get though, girl? Get them food stamp cards. Girl, <laughs> girl, I was just trying to get some 2% milk. <laughs> Girl, I need some vitamin D, and I was just trying. Okay. What do you mean that you're doing? Oh, God, full steam court. <laughs> it's so rude. Can you believe how racist that is to deny Oprah fucking like 38,000 fucking... Everywhere she goes in Europe. They did it to her in France where they're it's, like, oh, we're closed right now. And that's she's disgusting. Like, is it because she's out of her makeup? Because you know, when she's in her makeup, she looks amazing. And mm-hmm. not to say she look, you know bad or anything but at her makeup she looks different but and i mean who cares who it's was. like if a person's coming into your store they're gonna buy something you fucking whatever that whatever the fuck they look like even if they're not famous just right fucking, oh yeah i totally disagree with them but i'm just saying maybe that's why they didn't recognize but still that made them look bad though i know it's gross it's like what the bad. fucking what kind of ah uh, because people treat me shitty like sometimes like if i'm in a fancy store like in france or but whatever what P- people if you're in a fancy place, people just like to, who work there, just like to do that shit. And you go, well, right. fuck you. Well, if you're not, yeah, yeah. And, and especially if you're not playing the game of like like getting all dressed up and like having on like a fragrance and like, you know, uh-huh. I can't wash my hair. But I'm like, I can fucking afford the shit. Don't act like I can't. And I have the taste that would warrant it. It makes you want to go like. What have they said to you? Just no or what? Just like, uh, don't pick anything up unless <gasps> you tell me you're going to pick it up. Oh, oh. That was in France. Like, what don't kind of pick store this, is this up. Um, it was like a John Paul Gaultier like thing. I go, you know what? I'm not, but I'm probably gonna buy it if I like it. But I just decided that I didn't. Mm. Like, you know, like I'm just like, look, fucking, don't act like I'm a criminal before you even know. Just because I look whatever you think rich is supposed to look like, don't treat me differently. It makes me sick. But they do that in France. Because they're French, because they're yeah. so French, they can do it, right? They get, they don't give a shit about the money, but yeah, they, but they do, but they they can't show it, right? It's so gross, yeah. You know, they can't show it, and I was like, "Fucking bitch, you look like Kim Gordon." <laughs> so don't try to come at me with haggard. I will <laughs> give you some fucking haggard. 
Wow, Rachel is <laughs> just everywhere Wild then. Thing. It's just everywhere. Everybody gets it, I guess. It's so rude. It makes you want to like go, um, here's my motherfucking credit card, the serious one, the real one, you know, like that special one that only rich motherfuckers get. Mm. Go start wrapping that shit up. And then I'm like, oh, I changed my mind. I don't want I'm going to go next door and buy their shit. <laughs> I normally get racial profiling when I'm out of drag and walking down the street in my neighborhood and people like act really nervous. At first, I was extremely offended, but now I love it because I feel like I get respect. Because mm. you know me, I wouldn't hurt a fly, but they get all nervous like I'm some thug or something. Now I love it. Move out my way. I mean, <laughs> I kind of like it. It's like when you can have that fear of like, people if when you can feel dangerous yes but it's insulting too it's like right where do you think you wh- where do you think you get off treating me like that but at the same time it's kind of cool yeah i had to turn it into a positive because it in the it really offended me yeah it, it can really fuck did. with you it can fuck yeah. with me too like i'm like what the fuck but it's also cool yes <laughs> now it is but it's not cool it's going to a store and people already automatically assume that you can't afford it mm-hmm. Mm-mm, it's yeah. not cute. It's not cute. No, that's not cute. It's like, why would I be in here? Yeah, what? Well, I right. wanted to just come into some really fucking expensive place and just look at shit. People that can't afford it, they don't really care about that shit anyway. They're working. They're doing other stuff. It's like, I wouldn't be in here trying to figure out how much shit is if I wasn't going to seriously buy it. Mm. I mean, that's like fucking rude, too, like to assume that you can't afford it because you look a certain way, which I get all the time. Uh, well, I get a lot of people get that because um, I was just reading about Abercrombie and Fitch. Mm-hmm. They don't like serving them motherfuckers. They don't like oh, selling clothes assholes. to heavyset people. They, uh-huh. they don't even want them in the store. Y- yes, mm-hmm. they do not want them in the store at all. And I think that one of the the um, CEO people in charge, yeah, made that a uh, made a proud announcement about it. Oh yeah. Oh God. And oh, they You heard me. <laughs> they said. You heard me. Yeah, you heard what I said. You can't come in. You can't come it's in gross. here. Gross. They got a scale outside just to get in. You get a way in to get in the shop. Their sales are way down because people are like, fuck so you. Gross. Well, also, heavier people aren't going to like endure that. And the truth is, is that most people are heavier. I am. I'm heavier than the weight scale of like what's on all those lists of like what's like right or what's like ideal. I'm like obese compared to like what's on are the ideal serious? list. Oh, yeah. But that scale is so ridiculous, right? Yeah, but the scale is ridiculous. But I'm truly obese compared to like what's on the whatever those recommended. And on Abercrombie and Fitch sizes, they don't fit me. They're too small. Well, they must sell clothes for like bobby pins or something, like super skinny girls. They sell clothes for nobody because nobody's, I mean, I'm small and they're too small for me. Well, they, they, they always have like that. Every other store in the mall has the windows, and they've built mm-hmm. like a wall with a doorway. Like you can't even see what's going in there. You can just hear the music. Yeah, and, yeah. And I just go, I don't want to go in there anyhow. <laughs> anyhow, <laughs> it's fucking loud. They but they do have. Sometimes I will step inside because they always have this nice hot model on that wall, and I'm like, oh look, which one? They have so many different ones. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yay! But then. No, see some mm-hmm. of the price. Is it the really blonde one? I I think I know who you're talking about. I've seen different ones. I've seen the blonde. I don't know if I saw a black guy. I seen black guy that they started using in the magazine. Oh, I haven't seen black guys in it. But uh, mm. I think it's like one or two black guys, or maybe mm. it was for something. Maybe it was for Old Navy. I don't know. Old Navy. <laughs> oh, 
my favorite That's a huge jump. My favorite profiling story, and it's not a joke. Burt Williams. Have you heard of him? Mm-mm. He was like, um, who is he? Right around during Chaplin time, he was like the first most successful comedian ever, black or white. He was black though, and uh, but he has to he had to do it in blackface mm-hmm. because at that time, a lot of people think blackface is like super super racist, but back then. It was, not to say it was right, but it was the accepted um, style of Mm -hmm. performing. Everybody was into it. Right, right. Back then. Right. I guess it's compared to how some people at ghetto for last, whatever. Whatever, but Mm. um, he went into this bar and they told him that um, he can't afford indoor drinks. Mm. And he said- Indoor drinks? He said the drinks are $50 each. He put $500 on the counter and said, give me 10 of them. Mm Mm-hmm. And when your story kind of remind me of that, like thinking that you can't afford it and you can, yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm yeah. saying, yeah. yeah, exactly. And did they have to get the drinks then? I don't. You know what? I read that in his autobiography. I mean, his um, I don't know who wrote it. I read that in there, and that was apparently a really popular story, a big deal. I think today it still is a big deal. Fifty dollars for one drink. Someone yeah. to be an asshole like that, mm-hmm. and then you slap five hundred dollars on that counter. Give me ten of them, bitch. Okay, who who want a drink in here? Yeah, right. Show. Let's show his ass. Show. And this is my petty cash from my wallet. <laughs> Not show. petty cash of my all my money, but from my wallet. <laughs> but yeah, at the time, I like how you like. It's a habitat. It's a habitat. It. It's a habitat. But did you have a new one? New what? A new um. Little oh, uh, thing for I, your performance. I just did the SK. It comes. Now that's something I can't play. It comes sporadic. What is the SK thing? Like I say something like, um, "Let's go outside," and I just <laughs> I just added on random things. Look at look, like right now I have my huge martini glass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a glass. A glass. So it's it's sort of it's not. It's not planned. It's random as to where it, you can put it onto it, the end of you. words. It just slips out. <laughs> okay. So it could be on, onto a verb as well. It doesn't it have to be. It could be onto be, anything. Uh, it could be a descriptive term. It doesn't have to be a verb or noun. Or Well, I don't know about it. Ver- you can't. Yeah, you can do verb. Let me say fucking. No, I like nouns better. Yeah, I think so. You yeah. ever do like. Like uh, this lamp. Ooh, I, really, I really wish I could have some sex. Ah! <laughs> It's quite Danish. It could be bad though. Like, <laughs> you make me want one. Mm. It's like it's kind of Danish, like sex, dance, kiss, kiss my ass. Yes, uh. yes, kiss my ass. And yes, and sometimes, yeah, that's followed by a pop. That's a that's a lot of now ladies right there. Yeah, like really sour pickles. <laughs> yes, I used to eat those for real, especially the, the some sometimes it'll say hot sour pickle. And you put some peppermints in the middle of the pickles. Y'all haven't, you never done this? Is that just Mm-mm. a black thing? You take some peppermints and you put them in the middle of a, a nice, big, juicy, sour pickles. And then you suck the juice out of it and you can't help but to. Okay. <laughs> you can't help it. <laughs> you, you All those flavors. Peppermints in a pickle? Uh-huh. It, like a, like a lifesavers mints or like no what? you know like those round small lifesaver i mean uh mm-hmm. peppermints that you know yeah little peppermint candies holidays mm-hmm. or at the restaurant when you leave here you mm-hmm. go sell your breast thing yes um, and you just stuff them i thought that was another thing you stuff them no, in the middle. That sounds so really you gotta hollow out this whole pickle uh-huh. and stick these in there uh, jim i have a feeling after this podcast you're gonna go to the store the next time you go to a convenience store you're gonna see a, 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 a sour pickle and the peppermints you're gonna think about it 
And then you're going to say, will I look gay if I do that? And then you're going to say, screw it. Then you're going to do it. Then you're going to no, yeah. somebody open the door and catch you in the middle of the room. But it just seems like a big, peppermint. it's a big production. Sucking a peppermint. Yeah, sucking a peppermint out of that guys, pickle. <laughs> you guys have never done that? I've never heard of anybody doing it. Do you, do, no, is, I've is, never is heard. It, I mean, it's like I've never heard it of it as community? a thing. You know never, I shouldn't say it was a black thing. It was a definitely a growing up neighborhood thing. A lot, uh, very was, specific to your yeah, neighborhood. Yeah, it was very. In my little world at the time, I Two, two very different I've tastes. never even was, thought of it. It was a known thing. Like I, I It was a known right. famous. Yeah. It was a known. Yeah. <laughs> I love that it was known. Yeah, it was known. <laughs> how was it known? I mean, like, how do people know? You never had a pepper pickle? No. <laughs> you, never had pickle? A, you never had pickle mint? Uh, <laughs> a pickle mint? <laughs> I'd not known to uh, have a pickle mint. She didn't know it. <laughs> but it does. I didn't know. It doesn't sound like it would go together, though. But I guess it does. And that you—that's def. I like to do creative things, but that's one of those things I grew up seeing other people do, and I tried, and I—and at that time, I liked it. Mm-hmm. And as a matter of fact, I hadn't done that in probably a century, so many years ago. I think I might try it. It again. seems salty for that—the sourness and the mintiness. That's why you pop. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I mean, I just don't know. Now, I never had a pickled egg. Have you heard of those? Yes, those are good. Yes, they sound good, but I never had that. Have you guys tried peppermint patties and jalapenos? Mm-mm. Now, see, no, I just made I've, that shit up. I'd I've fuck, never, that shit's made, known. Oh. That known. It's known. I have not it's known had. C- <laughs> okay, go ask someone else black. Be like, um, have you ever heard, have you ever had heard it? <laughs> <laughs> of someone taking some peppermints and putting them in the middle of the pickle so you can Mm-mm. suck it out of there. And he would go, oh, everyone knows that. Yeah. <laughs> That's known. Pop. It's known. As soon as they open their mouth, it's gonna, they're going to smell like sour pickle. But it's so salty. It's like, that. that's the thing about it. That's why it makes me think that it wouldn't go with the peppermint. Um. Yes. The brine. Yes. But as a kid... You just want to try it. Mm-hmm. You don't even think too much about it. Mm-hmm. You just take it as right. it comes. As a kid, I, I've eaten chitlins before. I can't mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. They're not t- bad. They're kind of light yeah. chitlins. Have you had that? It's like a... Yeah, but have you had them with butterscotch? No, no, no. He's <laughs> oh, <laughs> thinking of every weird combination. That you can. It's like it's like you're going to take this one thing and then add something so completely it, it's the have opposite. Have you had Sour Patch Chitlins? <laughs> Just so you can say, it's no, Brandon Margaret, it's no. So gross. But it's like, it's definitely like um, light and, you know, we have a big um, thing about organ meats and I don't like them either, but I've definitely had my share. Me too. Yeah, me too. Growing Growing up, up, I used to like it, but now that I'm older, it's just that smell and just, I can't do it anymore. Just, I guess one of those things I, yeah, I just can't do anymore. Mm -hmm. What is is it? Like a... like intestines? Pig, yeah. Chitlins are intestines, I think. Yeah. Mm. What about pig feet? Have you ever had pig feet? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're greasy. That's what that I was, think. Yeah, I can't do it anymore. But back in the day, today it's, it's like eating a blister. But back in the day. Ew. <laughs> Ew. I mean, but I know what you mean. Yeah, that puffy. Ew, crunchy. Yeah, I can't eat it anymore. I hope someone who's listening to this don't eat pig feet and enjoy it. 
<laughs> is this it's totally eating up? As a joke. kid, though, would you go? Oh, because you know how how picky some children are. Uh huh. To have like a pig's foot with the hoof and everything on it, would you look at it and go, "I'm not fucking eating that," or is it just everyone's eating it and you just you just eat it? That's a very good perspective. As a kid, I didn't see it like I see it today. Today, I see it so clearly. But back then. It was it was what was shoved in my face. Right. Mm-hmm. That back you know, then we didn't know. Just didn't like know. you know, it was shoved in my face that pink is the color that girls like. And I we was didn't know a, what it did. I was doing a kid's party and there was this very masculine little boy. I have to say that because you can tell when a child is gay, by the way they, well, you can predict because mm-hmm. they act so feminine. Yes. But this one he said, I want a pink one. And no one said anything, and of course I wasn't gonna say anything. But <laughs> you, it just you, proved you had your own shit to worry about. You know what I'm saying? I'm you trying to get paid. You don't want to get found out. <laughs> I was, yeah, I definitely don't want to get found out. But um, I was just in awe of how at that age he didn't. No one hadn't told him yet that you're not a boy is not supposed mm-hmm. to like the color pink. Mm-hmm. And um, but if society tell you that, you'll believe that. And when mm-hmm. I was a kid, you know, I know um, it's so weird. And did he get a pink one? Yeah, I gave him a pink one. Just you know, because you know, to me, oh, color this is, is color. This is, oh, I, I thought this was when you were a kid. This is at one of your parties. Yeah, no, one of. Oh, my, I get you. I yeah. get you. Like if I'm Spider Man or something. No, when I was a kid, I was very laid back, very didn't care. Okay, whatever was whatever. I believe everything about religion. I believe everything. But I mean, if somebody's if a kid is interested you in you about Spider Man, that's pretty likely that he's a little gay. Like if a little a sweet little, if a kid's interested in Spider-Man, like it's, he's probably a little gay. If he's like, interested in Spider-Man? Yeah, like you know how little kids get like super obsessed with like Spider-Man or Wonder Woman. And I think those superheroes are so queer, you know? They're you know, so, that's another thing I didn't notice as a kid. They they're were so, costumed and yeah. it's like, dra- it's its own drag. Especially, it's very yeah. elaborate. Especially Tights. little boys with um, Wonder Woman. Now, little boys and Wonder Woman, yeah, but they go little crazy. boys, Spider Man, I don't, I think they're they do, on. they get crazy about it. I mean, it's just, it's yeah. just. But a, is it a manifestation of, of later homosexuality? Then? Or some, it's some kind of like desire to be different or to be fluid mm-hmm. or to be uh, otherworldly or to be like in a unitard and to be kind of like in this sort of like outside of society thing. That could possibly have been my subconscious. Mm-hmm. I think superheroes are really sort of sub, sort of subculture. They're like really sort of like they operate outside of society and they're their own thing. Like Batman is super leather. Now, if you watch the yeah. X-Men movie, you see that um, it's like a, a undertone that whoever directed it or wrote it, that they're talking about us. Mm-hmm. You know, not to say that we're mutants, but how they're, they're treated differently just because they have these powers and stuff. Well, X-Men's super queer, too. X-Men's got its own, like, very queer kind of sensibility. Because there's, like, Ian McKellen's there Hello? and, like, Patrick Stewart. And, like, it's really, like... And Wolverine. Ooh. Such a bear. When he jumped off that waterfall, he showed that naked body. I was like, oh. Miss Wolverine, Miss Hugh Jackman. Yes. He's, like, such a bear icon. He is. He's hot. I mean, I think like superheroes and comic books and in general, all that stuff is pretty queer. I think of it as being really pretty queer. I, You know what? When I look back on some shows, yes, especially Batman and Robin. When, mm-hmm. I, was, when I was a kid, it was all masculine to me. Yeah. I was, it was innocent. But now that I look back on it, it's so gay and the campy. The TV show, it's mm-hmm. such a camp. Thing. I know, it's, it's super so camp. gay. It's, but, it was more, but it was fun, though. 
it was fun. People could, grown folks can act like that back then. Now you would look dumb as hell. No, but it's beautiful too. Yeah. It's beautiful. I think the queerness of it is really beautiful and appropriate. And um, I mean, that's why it's so cool that you do Spider-Man because it's very queer. <laughs> I mean, it's cool. I know my suit is very tight. It's very, she's tight, honey. She's like, we have to wrap up. We have to go to our show. Yes, I can't wait to do your show tonight. Mm-hmm. We'll do it really fast. Just a fast thing. Really quick okay. thing. Just okay. a really quick. Just say hi to people. A quickie. But where can they see you um, in life? Where can people see you? Um, in Atlanta. My um, show that we talked about the last time is still ongoing, but it's once a month now. It's every third Thursday of the month. Okay. At the Laughing Skull. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's now called the Brent Star Variety Show instead okay. of No Live Animals. Oh. And I'm still doing um, bingo at Cow Tippers. Every, it's a restaurant in Atlanta every Monday. People okay. really like that show. People it's, love it. It's really fun. Um, People I've been love you. videos and since the last time I saw you and what else. And I'm still doing a lot of stand-up. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. I'm not Beautiful. Margaret Cho yet, so I have to still stay on the grind. We love you. I have to stay on the grind. Mr. Brent Star. Well, thank you so much. Um, we love you so much. Um, you can tweet me at Margaret Cho. Where can they tweet you? At Jimmy Shelter. They can tweet us both at Monsters of Talk. You can listen to us Monday on SoundCloud.com. You can uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. It's amazing where you can hear all of our stuff. We're everywhere. We've got great, great. Ep- go back and hear some old episodes. Watch, watch the Brent Star video. Watch which is it. on Monsters of the Talk, YouTube slash Monsters of the Talk. And your Twitter is what, Mr.? At Mr. Brent Star. Awesome. Well, we love you and we love our listeners. We will talk to you next time. Yay. Love y'all. Thanks for being on the show. Sk-